0: Thank you so much for tuning in today. You're listening to The Daily, and I'm your host, Amy Carlin. I recently came across a parable that was shared twice on separate occasions by Elder Dale G. Renlund and his wife, Sister Ruth L. Renlund. They taught, Imagine having capsized in a boat while sailing in the ocean. You're wearing a life preserver and have been swimming for hours toward what you believe is the nearest shore, but you can't be sure. You've become extremely dehydrated so that every time you start swimming, you become lightheaded and fatigued. By your best estimates, the shore is 18 miles away. You fear for your life because you can't swim that far. In the distance, you hear a small engine. The sound seems to be coming toward you. Your hope of rescue soars. As you look, you see a small fishing boat approaching. Oh, thank heavens, you think. The captain sees me. The boat stops, and a kindly, weather-beaten fisherman helps you on board. Gratefully, you crawl to a seat in the boat, breathing a sigh of relief. The fisherman gives you a canteen of water and some soda crackers. You consume them greedily the water and soda crackers provide enough nourishment for you to recover you are so relieved and so happy you are on your way home as you begin to revive and start feeling better you start paying attention to some things you hadn't really noticed before the water from the canteen is a bit stale and not what you would have preferred like Avion or Perrier. The crackers taste good, but what you really wanted was some delicatessen meat, followed by a chocolate croissant. You also notice that the kindly fisherman wears worn boots and blue jeans. The sweatband on his hat is stained, and he seems to be hard of hearing. You note that the boat is well used, and that there are dents in the right side of the bow. Some of the paint is chipped and peeling. You see that when the fisherman relaxes his grip on the rudder, the boat pulls to the right. You begin to worry that this boat and this captain cannot provide the rescue you need. You ask the fisherman about the dents and the rudder, He says he hasn't worried much about those things because he has steered the boat to and from the fishing grounds over the same route day in and day out for decades. The boat has always gotten him safely and reliably where he wanted to go. You are stunned! How could he not worry about the dents and the steering? And why could the nourishment have not been more to your liking? The more you focus on the boat and the fisherman, the more concerned you become. You question your decision to get on the boat in the first place. Your anxiety begins to grow. Finally, you demand that the fisherman stop the boat and let you back into the water. Even though you are still more than 12 miles away from shore, you can't stand the idea of being in the boat. With sadness, the fisherman stops the boat and helps you back into the ocean. You are on your own again. Consider this story as a parable in which the boat represents the church and the fisherman represents those who serve in the church. The sole purpose of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is to help Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ in their work to bring to pass the eternal life of God's children. It provides the covenant path, the way to return to our heavenly father. Those who serve in the church, though not perfect, are essential to help and encourage us along the covenant path. What do the boat and the fishermen teach us about the church? Do dents and peeling paint on the church change its ability to provide the authorized saving and exalting ordinances to help us become like our father in heaven if the fisherman must hold on to the rudder with both hands to keep the boat on course does that negate his and the boat's ability to get us safely and reliably where we want to go you do not have to be an ordained seer to know that slipping back into the water, instead of staying in the boat, is risky. Yet, when we lose sight of the big picture, the small dents and peeling paint can loom large in our minds. Every member needs his or her own witness of the truthfulness of the restored Church. Without a true conversion, including a mighty change of heart, you may begin to focus on the metaphorical soda crackers and chipped paint. I'm grateful for the lessons that I've learned as I read and considered this parable. At times, we each might focus on the little things that seem undesirable, like the crackers, stale water, and old boat in the parable. But as we develop our own witnesses of the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ in His restored Church, we will be able to look past one another's imperfections as we serve in the Church. Instead, we should focus on the covenant path and the way back to our Heavenly Father. Thank you again for listening today.